0: when it's released tour story listeners get 10 off by using code fret 10 that's f-r-e-t-1-0 all at isotope.com that's i-z-o-t-o-p-e.com hello everyone thanks for listening i'd like to take a minute to thank our sponsors isotope makers of software and plugins for audio repair mixing and mastering here at Ruinous, we use Isotope plugins and software for all of our audio production and podcasts. To learn more and save 10% off their software and plugins, go to isotope.com. That's I Z O T O P E.com. And use code FRET10 at checkout. Enjoy the show. Hello.
1: Hey, John. Hey, John. It's Joe Plummer. Oh, hey, how's it going? Good, how are you? Not bad. Just frying uh, some tofu. Oh nice. Sorry to interrupt you. I called you maybe quite a few times, but I'd just like to kinda get a tour story from you. Oh yeah. Do you do you wanna hear a construction joke? Uh I, sure, I guess so. I'm still working on it. Oh Okay. Well, so do you think you have? I got a okay. just got a little small window of time here. What do you need? I just wanted to try to get a tour story, you know, like from when we were um, on tour together, or Seven Six Four Zero, or anything hmm. really. Let's see here. Uh, I don't know. I, you know, it's been a long time. Okay. Well, um, I mean, you think we could do it now? We, since I got you on the phone, uh, I got a fry this tofu
0: and then I have
1: to uh, put that in the fridge. So it's not really the best time. Okay. I mean, yeah. you're not pissed, are you? Oh, no. I haven't had a drink all day.
0: (laughs) Today's show features stories and music from my good friend and bandmate, John Atkins. 764 Hero and the Magic Magicians. In this episode, we will give you as many stories as we can in under 20 minutes, all set to a groovy soundtrack. Let it rip. From Ruinous Media, this is Tour Stories.
2: I guess I kind of learned to drive on tour i didn't drive a ton and i found myself driving a ton we would do early on do so many monster long drives you go to go- from start the tour and just drive to minnesota or something so we'd find ourselves doing 12 hour stretches routinely and i would drive i would do the overnight a lot of times i would like to do the kind of graveyard shift
0: you like driving at night
2: I I just thought you know I was I'm a night person I'd I'd like to take one for the team go like I can do this. A couple times I was probably too tired to be driving, which is scary. One time I thought I'd engaged the cruise control, but I hadn't, and I didn't realize until I, the car just slowly ground to a stop.
0: How long did it take? <laughs> I have no idea. What's I was guess?
2: just going with my hand on the wheel, driving foot not on the gas and just all of a sudden I don't know if a car zoomed by me or if I just looked at the speedometer and it said zero but I was at a pretty much full and I just gunned it you know luckily everyone else was asleep <laughs> Another time I was that tired and we must've been driving through the woods and shadows started playing tricks on me. And all of a sudden out of the woods comes the full cartoon hams, beer bear cartoon, not even, it was just bounding at the car. I had to swerve to avoid hitting it. I don't even know when those commercials were on the beer refreshing, you know, like when I was seven probably but out of the woods of all things a cartoon bear
0: did you say guys did you see that too
2: <laughs> no a lot luckily a lot of these were confined to oh, just Polly. Like,
0: <laughs> me too yeah i was very
2: susceptible to hallucinations I due to fatigue possibly yeah it's sleep deprivation Another time we were loading out I think it was out of South by Southwest and it was your turn to drive so I had been drinking and loading the car up and I forgot to shut the back gate of the car and we started driving out the alley and we're just like oh that's good let's let's go and We hear this guy, dude, guitar. We're like, whatever. Let's get out of South by Southwest. Dude, guitar. We were like, what is is, it? People are pointing at us. Dude, guitar. Equipment had been falling out of the back (laughs) of the car, including my guitar. We were about to get on the interstate and just head out of town. We would have slowly been leaving a trail of breadcrumbs to the.
0: I remember that. I remember that exact street that was
2: totally my bad 100% my (laughs) my jurisdiction uh the first time i ever went to california was on tour and i was so excited first of all, there was liquor in the grocery stores. I I, I couldn't believe it. And beaches and, you know, tacos. And it was amazing. So we, I, I really wanted to do the whole California dream. And we went to the beach before the show and I just got so sunburned just immediately, like third degree so painful and it just kept it got worse as the night went on i was like glowing hot tomato and i slathered noxema all over myself and it just stunk like we walked into the club and people were just like looking from the smell and i could barely put on a guitar i remember it playing weird because i couldn't move right it was a rookie move but i was in california And then there was the time you and I were the magic magicians were in Japan. I remember going a couple times, usually we were with our the other bands and the tour manager and the so we were well taken care of and translated for. But there was a couple times we did our own excursions. We're like, we're gonna try to go do a thing, which was way more challenging than I thought, because you know, obviously the, the alphabet is different. You can't even just phonetically work out what is going on. So there was a restaurant we walked into, and they started talking to us. And I remember thinking, just sit down and hope there's pictures on the menu. And they could have been saying, we're closed, get out, everyone here has the flu. We <laughs> were just smiling and <laughs> going, okay. okay, sure, we'll sit down. But on, on one of those excursions, we got some apples and pears right outside the subway stop by where we were staying. And we remarked that like, these are like the perfect. This is the perfect pear, the perfect apple, and we respectively start eating our fruit and walking back. And you know, in retrospect, we probably were get, we we're getting some looks. And I guess you know, there's not a lot of eating on the street. But furthermore, when we got back to the apartment, we were like, where do we dispose of these cores? You know, these apple cores, pear cores, and our host, Koji, was like, what? You ate those? Like, from the subway to here, you ate those? Like, what are you... It's like we it was like we were monsters. And to him, it was a pear or an apple was to cut up and share among the groups. Put it on a plate, sit down. A um, family shares. Yeah, a pear.
0: A pear for dessert.
2: And I think you commented it was like as if we were walking down the street eating a cake or a pumpkin, you know, like I'm just going to eat this all. And it just felt, it felt like it it was a good example of the the cultural difference.
0: Yeah. Once we were able to get the broken English together to ask Koji if it was like eating a cake and he just so quickly just went, yeah, it's like you're (laughs) eating a fucking cake. Yeah. Morons.
2: I mean if you saw someone eating a cake walking down the street by themselves, you, yeah. You would maybe look twice and maybe yeah. think that was slightly monstrous. <laughs> that we were those monsters. <laughs>
0: So for some reason we were sitting in a Taco Bell in Weed, California. And we you went into the bathroom first and I was sitting at a booth. And again, I don't know why we we never went into them, but we were in there. And then you came out of the bathroom and you were like staggering and laughing and for some reason it reminded me of like Steve Martin staggering and laughing but it was sincere and when you got up close to me you were like you could barely get it out you were like just go use the bathroom and I was like what do you mean go use the bathroom and you're like just go and read what's on the wall so I get up and I go into the bathroom and I'm using the urinal and I look right to my left and it just says Jack will suck you off for a taco and I just start <laughs> laughing, I don't remember anything after that except going back to the booth where you were sitting and saying Jack will suck you off for a taco, <laughs> and you and I laughed like crying, laughing in a Taco Bell for so long. And then once we finally got in the car, hours of us Im- imagining what Jack <laughs> does. Yeah, who who got the tacos.
2: Which which party would provide the taco? Who who gets that's right payment? At is it payment? Is it yeah? There was so many,
0: so many variables to jackal suck you off to a taco.
2: That was a good one. I remember. I mean, there's so many times. You know, there's so many boring times, but there's so many times when you end up with your face like hurting from laughing. Yeah, and it's like that is better than college.
0: I've got Toby from Blackheart to laugh once, which was rare. <laughs> we were on a speakerphone call with someone from Touch & Go talking about our tour and the record release and whatever business, and it was just me and Toby in the car. And I believe I had a bag of nuts kind of next to my leg not in between my legs but next to my leg and we were sharing the nuts and driving down the road and toby reached over and grabbed some nuts and put them in his mouth and was chewing on them and then started choking and then he, he just says to amanda excuse me i'm choking on joe's nuts <laughs> and we laughed about that forever and she didn't know what was going on but i mean even the visual would have been kind yeah. of funny
2: That actually does remind me of a tour story. Uh, We were in the middle of nowhere again, and we were with Built to Spill, and Doug was eating Chex Mix on the bed, you know, from the vending machine. And he looks down at one point and notices that a peanut had fallen from his Chex Mix onto the floor. He grabbed it and ate it. And then we're watching some bad TV or something, and he's looking at the bag, and he's like, there's no peanuts in this Chex Mix. And it's like, dude, you ate a floor peanut in a hotel.
0: But it was the Ritz, or a W. <laughs> was it a W?
2: No, I think it was an eight.
0: <laughs> a hey, didn't we stay in a seven once? Yeah, I think we stayed in a six. No a cooking four. in room?
2: No cooking in rooms anymore.
0: No cooking in rooms anymore.
2: That's hotel a sign seven. You that's a sign you don't want to have to make <laughs>
0: Flanked by, uh, I believe, truly flanked by a six yeah. and an eight. We stayed at the seven. We stayed at the Motel seven and closed the door. And that was where the air freshener, we had to wrap towels around our face because the air freshener was so strong you couldn't oh, sleep.
2: They were trying to cover up the smell of the cooking. <laughs> like, no <laughs> making bouillabaisse anymore. <laughs> It's like, we need to make a sign. Did you make the sign yet? People are still cooking in the... All right, get the air fresheners, <laughs> the big ones. Someone really, really uh, cooked up some stew last night in 409.
0: Oh, no cooking in rooms. Anymore. What? Do you... like, it was fine yeah. for a while.
2: You guys abused it. There was the guy that we stayed at in Texas. We showed up after the show. We didn't know this person. He offered his place. We're like, oh, yeah, we saved the money with this crash here. And it was funny because, you know, you're being polite and you aren't able to, in front of the guy, go, this place seems crazy. Or so we're all noticing different things. And when he goes to the bathroom, we're like, did you see the baseball bat with the rock duct tape to it? And it's like, did you see the guy sleeping on the couch? Did you see the old people in the, we're like, what I know, the, I know. <laughs> let's get out of here. So we're let's trying to like add up all these different things. And there's many more things. Yeah. his what we thought were his roommates were his grandparents and they were asleep with the door open. And his brother was asleep on the couch. And so when he came back, he kind of sensed like we'd been, he's like, everything. Okay. Yeah, we just noticed the guy on the couch. We didn't, sorry, we didn't notice. We didn't know. We don't want to disturb anybody. It's like, oh, that's my brother. Oh, uh, what, what does your brother do? And he just looks at us like, don't ask me what my brother does. And he just holds the look for a long time. I remember it being super long. And we're all kind of like, I, we don't really care. We're just kind of making small talk. <laughs> and it's weird that there's a guy there. And... Then the air conditioning turns on, snap, and he goes. Uh, he fixes air conditioners. We're like, Okay. So, so let's let's do the math here. And then we're, we, sort of, you know what? I think we're gonna get a bounce on the uh, AM traffic. We're gonna scoot it's out. Only twenty five. Like, <laughs> and he. I remember him being so ready for us to do that that he's like, okay. Right. I think we got as far as like choosing where we were gonna sleep and like bedding down. Okay, I'll sleep over there. Like his brother sort of behind a curtain on a couch. And we're like, Did you guys notice the bat? It has a rock duct tape to it. Like, what? Like, and what's
1: up with this brother? Don't, really don't it. I know I saw. I don't think we should stay. It's
2: like, no what we're not at this point, no, we're just we're already here. We are staying. I You go tell him. Tell him we're just going to beat traffic. It's like, oh. Oh, yeah. It was, yeah. I mean, we weren't going to get much sleep anyway. played in Las Vegas in the summertime and um, well all I remember was having a good show it was Love is Laughter and Quixotic and I'm riding high off the great night awesome music and we're loading up the van and Brandon from Love is Laughter is like man you're really kicking it out tonight I was like oh yeah thanks it felt good up there you know really it was a good one it's like no, not that. You fucking stink. You smell like hot garbage. Oh. It's like, that's what I'm kicking out. I'm kicking out the serious odors. So,
0: bubble bursts. He probably didn't even watch the show. Thanks to John for the rapid fire stories. And thanks to you for listening. If you like tour stories, please subscribe, man. Come on. And don't forget about our companion episode, the check-in, all at ruinousmedia.com slash tour stories. Oh God. And if you don't see my, my, my